All right, this is another episode of What Are You Frightened For? My name is Johnny Suck. I am Louise Burns. And today we'll be talking about Bodied and Searching. Two films that played at Fantasia 2018 and will probably have some distribution so you'll be able to catch them at a cinema near you. She Bodied is going to go straight to YouTube, I think, part of YouTube Red, so it'll be streaming around November or so. And it was directed by Joseph Kahn, who is uh, someone who makes his living on a lot of music videos and then takes all the money that he's made and makes independent films. And in this case, he made it outside of the studio uh, system because he felt that if he worked with the studio, they would ask for a lot of compromising script choices. Yeah, so that was really nice about Body, that it was very much its own movie and uncompromised. Actually, some background on what it was. It was about the world of battle rap. Battle rap is not boxing, it's a street fight. Words are weapons. We battle rappers. We battle each other and disrespect each other in the ring as rappers. If you go off, you a legend for life. Space to say obscenely racist things under the guise of competition. You know how sensitive the climate is towards racism. And the plot is you have a university student who's doing his masters. On the um, use of the, of the N-word. And so he gets, jumps into the world of battle rap and starts going to battles and ends up participating is quite good and becomes a famous rapper I guess maybe not famous that's an overstatement it's about his journey into this world he um, um the uh, battle rap venue if you like is like industrial loft spaces where they it looks like almost basements and very seedy underworld uh, environment. Uh, the film was written by Alex Larson, also known as Kid Twist, someone who, uh, people who follow King of the Dot, which is the battle rap scene in Toronto. Um, he's very uh, infamous there. So he wrote a lot of this with a very, very dense script. I would see this film again because I probably missed a quarter of it, I mean, just in terms of the rapid-fire lines that are happening. And the uh, main character, whose name is Adam, is also a Canadian, so two Canadian connections there. He's from BC, and his name is Callum Worthy. And he was previously a Disney artist, and so he really risked <laughs> his future career by choosing this role. Um, and his first showdown is in like a back parking lot. And he has a girlfriend who is a very kind of cliched, progressive, intellectual, uh, leftist leaning. Naggy. Naggy, uh, not sympathetic, but then um, in a moment, she, it, later on in the film, she turns that around and says, I know I am not sympathetic. So the true charm of this film is how it sort of let loose and is critical of everything. Um, the rap battle itself is of course explicit, of course it's racialized, of course it's insulting, of course it's offensive and there's a kind of um, 
cathartic, humorous, uh, liberating to some, I guess, listening to this content. And to others, of course, I'm sure they're just filing out of the cinema. Well, I think when we saw there was one person who seemed very offended, but everyone else in the theater seemed quite down with it. And yes, it was interesting to I guess, compare the world. That was a Fantasia audience, though. Yes. <laughs> Keep that in, in mind. It was interesting to the movie compared the worlds of battle rap with, I guess, university PC culture. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the name Bodied sounds like a horror movie. The movie wasn't really a horror movie, but it was kind of a horror movie. <laughs> seeing that world and seeing that conflict and... What, what, what world, what are you talking about? Are well, you talking about the rap battle or are you talking about the rap battle brushing up against the university culture? The university culture. Yeah, because that's where... That's the real horror world. That's, that's the real horror world. Yeah. That's what you're, that's what I'm frightened for. Yeah. Bodied is just slang for beating someone, you body them, you buried sort of them, them, you killed them, yeah. you murdered them, you bodied yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, we should also say that it uh, was produced by Eminem, who, of course, um, his claim to fame is being a, a rap battle uh, aficionado. And also, <laughs> he has some other claims to fame. <laughs> he has uh, some other claims to fame. It actually, if anybody's seen any of Eminem's uh, Eight Mile or uh, previous films, this one was sort of similar. Um, my critique of it would be that it catered, tried to cater to a mainstream kind of structure. Um, we compared it to Rocky at one point with those kind of stirring orchestral, um, you know, emotional peaks, which I felt was manipulative and unnecessary. And um, because the true underground nature of it was uh, exciting. And um, it's, you know, it didn't spare anyone. The center character's father is a teacher who is a mentor to a lot of students who look at him as some sort of rock star among academia. The kind of, um, of battle, pedigree battle of intellectualism and of correct politics and of uh, progressive thinking is a really interesting mirror to the rap battle. And in, within the context of the rap battle, uh, one of the things that um, is said is that, um, you know, the world is not a melting pot. Race is very pre present and there is a lot of racial differences. And in the forum of rap battle, all sorts of racist slurs are flung as um, explicitly as possible. And this is the equivalent of the spa safe space within that cultural community because it's stating the differences rather than ignoring the differences and it's also stating the uh, um, insults like the um, your mother is or whatever it's not it's impolite on purpose and that this kind of attack attack is in fact peacemaking and liberating and um, fair sport and actually healthy. Yeah, because our rules, there is a structure. Mm -hmm. it's, it's controlled. However, they also state very much that all speech has consequence. 
And so you can't ignore that aspect. And there are moments of like, I mean, pivotal moments of like selling out relationships or, you know, make an implicit agreement that you won't go there, sell out the intimacy of our relationship and say something personal that would deeply and personally offend you. I'll go for the stereotypes, but I won't go for the real deal. And then knowing that the more deeper and the realer that you are, the more the audience is gonna flip out and give you the acclaim. So those kind of moral questions and the consequences of that are very much uh, present in this movie, which has made you think a lot and didn't have perhaps one defining kind of uh, finger wagging, this is the way of the world kind of. Uh, yeah, to get that sense yeah. at all. It's not yeah. realistic. And so left you with a lot of things to talk about, which was interesting too. Okay, definitely worth watching again. But I'd maybe watch it at like 75% speed just to process yeah. things because it goes fast. It goes fast. And they was about 20 real actual uh, battle rappers in that film. So. Um, that was very, that gave it a real gritty um, realism. Good medicine if you work in a place like CKUT. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Bodied, which will be streaming online in the next few months. I might have, might have a small theatrical run. So the next film that we're going to talk about is called Searching, and it is another film about screen life. Part of the screen life series that was presented at Fantasia 2018 which the film um, is largely focused on how we live our lives on screen. So all the action takes place largely on a computer, investigating uh, and searching on a computer, as well as other action outside of the, your, that screen is uh, from surveillance cameras and uh, action is depicted via television reports and um, it was very, I, I think almost exclusively, the content was from this. So it does um, very much like in terms of what are you frightened for, surveillance is a very strong theme and um, life online is a very strong theme. So do you want to do a little plot summary? Yes, yeah, so the general plot of the movie is a teenage girl goes missing and the father trying to find out what happened so to do that he hacks into her computer and just goes through all her different software she's been using her different uh, communication trying to figure out who she's been talking to who are her friends what does she have planned this week going into her banking information saying what has she been up to and just kind of looking at this these digital trace to find out what happened and thematically the do you really know someone comes through because uh, she of course is not be, not necessarily course but she's not being truthful so she he gives her money for piano lessons for example he says she, he says she's not coming home because she's studying late dad hey sweetheart where are you study group I'm gonna go all night oh one more thing I want to know dad. about the final you and both things not being truthful she lets her dad think that she's more popular more happier um, their, the, the wife or the, her mother also passed away in not too long ago so clearly you get the idea that there's this um, horrible mourning that both of them are going through and unable to sort of console or talk about openly and so 
you know, the how we depict ourselves online is one thing. And do you, does the father really know, like he has to provide evidence and answer questions to the detective. And I guess he starts to question whether he really knows his own daughter because he's cracking into this, uh, her laptop and looking at uh, Instagram or chat, uh, live streaming chats as well. And part of the plot keeps moving to, to um, make her as the daughter vulnerable to duplicit behavior as well because other people whom she's engaging with online are not whom they pretend to be. The detective is played by Deborah Messing, who everybody knows from Will and Grace. That's the most notable character. She too. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that she was from Will and Grace. Well, I just looked at it on IMDb. So she is not whom she appears to be as well. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting in that, like the other films that we saw that took place on the screen, it shows how people are behaving and interacting on the screen. So again, it shows, you know, the father typing messages, pausing, retyping them, deleting, showing which words he's stopping at and thinking what to write next. And that gives you a really, again, an inside look at someone's thought process and tells you a lot more about what they're communicating than whatever the final message is. So I thought, you know, that was my favorite parts about these screen life movies, and I guess about Fantasia. Mm-hmm the whole year is seeing seeing that and how that works mm-hmm. and you know you mentioned how people depict themselves online is one thing but the other thing is how they what they do online when no one's looking is another thing mm-hmm. and so in this case you have this father who's trying to get to know his daughter or, or who's find, finding out that he doesn't know his daughter as well as he thinks and as he's looking at her activity and following his trail he's learning more and more and more and there's all these things that he completely missed. Turns out he doesn't know who any of her friends are. And also is open to misinterpretation. The uh, text uh, exchange between his brother, so her uncle, and his daughter is a pivotal point in the plot is the misinterpretation of that. And uh, I think most people can relate to that as well. That taking out of context or if you don't know the relationship then the exchange or like technology is not enough is basically one of the messages because the whole real person is um is much more complex or has a lot of other factors that would provide information to understanding the character and so uh you know in many of the films that we've seen this year that kind of misunderstanding or the vulnerability of technology is very, as a very fearful thing, is very prevalent. Yeah. Another fearful thing is the ubiquity of all this technology. I think Searching had a more, much more dynamic plot than the other screen life films we saw. And so it jumped around on the different types of technology it was showing on the screen. Mm-hmm. But there was enough to really cover this full dynamic plot that took place in different locations just because these screens are everywhere Mm -hmm. and these cameras are everywhere and nothing was missing from this movie like this thriller crime mystery movie uh, even though it limited itself to only showing stuff that happened on a screen Mm -hmm. so that's that's pretty scary yeah but these screen life movies were uh, 
definitely the highlights of the festival this year by far. Mm -hmm. And presented as kind of an, an a, perhaps a new uh, uh, path for cinema to go down. Yeah, so that's searching and it'll be released August 24th. All right, that's it, that's all.